Roxo Media House. Jeff Wilson started covering the Texas Rangers in 2008, though he'll never forget 2021. Out on his own, he decided it was time to do a podcast, but his wheels were spinning until a nerd came along. There's no going back now. Welcome to the Texas Rangers Baseball Podcast. Here's your host, Jeff Wilson, and the recliner nerd himself, John Moore. Hey, buddy, and welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. This is episode number 55, and today, Martin Perez. Am I saying that right? Well, I think so. We need to ask him about that. Well, we'll ask him because yeah. Joel, our producer here that, that has actually talked and interviewed him for our Spanish part of this that he's going to try to do some more of, he says Perez. I'm trying to roll my R's and do it right. Well, but, you don't roll your R if it's just one R. I, well, I don't know, but I've always just said well, Joel's, Perez. Joel's last name is Perez. Okay. But on the broadcast, they're pronouncing it Perez. Perez. So. Perez. Okay. Anyway, we're going to talk to him in a little bit, but right now the season is over. We need to talk about the big league team. Uh, They finished the season 68 and 94. I personally thought they would win anywhere from 74 to 78 was going to be good for me and a big improvement. Sure. They didn't hit that and things changed. Yeah. Uh, Well, you know, obviously we already had the the two big changes with Chris Woodward and and John Daniels Uh, Thursday, first day of the off season. uh, Doug Mathis was a, not retained as as pitching coach or co-pitching coach. The other co-pitching coach, Brendan Segarra, uh, will, won't be back. Uh, he's been offered a role with the team. Uh, they 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 like they like both guys. All right, right. They they like Brendan because Brendan uh, is really good at fixing grips and stuff like that, and, and kind of a analytics kind of guy. So I'm sure they can find him a place. Uh, but uh, I, I think. I think if there were going to be any changes, it was going to be to the the, the pitching coaches. Um, Chris Young is a was a major league pitcher. And successful. He was, he was good for a long time. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm sure he has an idea of, of what he wants. And you know, there were there were too many walks at times. You know, you, you kind of look at the the walk totals. Glenn Otto walked 62. I think I think our buddy Martin walked 60. Six somewhere in the 60s, 66. He's something always like setting that. up the double play though. That's right. <laughs> so uh, you know. And and there are a lot of mistakes on 0-2 and 1-2 pitches. Yes. Um, a lot of damage was done on those pitches. And I think that that uh, ultimately, you know, you, you can't be afraid. You got to, you got to put guys away when you're, when you're up in that, those counts, bad, you, you've bad, got the thing, advantage. bad things aren't supposed to happen. No, no, and, you got the advantage. And, you know, I, I think if you, you know, you look at the averages on the season, it'll bear out that yes, the, pitchers are mostly successful in those those counts but there was too much too many bad things happened so you got to be on the attack um and and I don't I'm I'm assuming you know Chris Young wasn't a strikeout pitcher no um but he knew how to pitch and get outs and so I I think well, that Martin's not a stri- strikeout pitcher right really. right and you know anyway there there was good done you know individually uh you know Perez, they kind of left him alone. They they worked on a couple of grips. John Gray, they they worked on his curveball grip. Matt Moore, they worked on his curveball grip. So there were good individual success stories. But right. but overall, the the pitching staff, I don't think made the the leaps that well, were anticipated. And let's be honest, they're talking about this pitching staff is going to look completely different coming into next year. That's more than likely going to yeah. happen. <laughs> and with that, why not have a new sure new. New, new personnel to lead that way in. Maybe yeah. if you already know who you're going after, maybe the pitching coach hire 
attracts some of the free agents that you're going after. I know money talks, but yeah. if it's down to two teams that have the same amount of money on the table and you like working with this guy, don't don't think that doesn't play into things. Yeah, you know, in my my I you know, I I'm big on conspiracy theories or <laughs> my one of my theories is that Chris Young knows who he wants to have as the manager. He wrote that today. <laughs> and that he's going to let and and that guy knows who he wants his pitching coach to be. Right. Now I don't, you know, that that's a possibility, but uh I also think that uh in in a perfect world the pitching coach would be allowed or I'm sorry, the new manager would be allowed to at least pick his pitching coach. Sure. And um you know the 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 coaching staff is outside of those two guys and Josh Johnson who was the the minor league coach um who came up when Tony Beasley was promoted. Right. I think I think that they're they're all going to come back. The roles are to be determined. Now the, right. the two hitting coaches aren't going to go anywhere. Right. Um they I think they signed multiple year contracts. Uh you know, Corey Ragsdale, Bobby Wilson, who I, I think uh, could, you know, Donnie 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 Ecker is the bench coach. Tech, you know, that's in his title, but I think that Bobby Wilson did a lot of bench coach stuff. Right. Uh, I could pretend I could see I could see that changing where where Bobby is given the the bench coach title, but I don't know. Um, but um, we'll just see what happens. And you know, and and Tony, uh, if if he is not named manager, uh, which I am beginning to think isn't going to happen, or I've thought he's going to be a offered while. a job. In He'll be league. offered a job. They they. They people, love him. They just love him. The players love him. Um, and kudos to him. Look, he, if he gets another good, gig, he'll go to base coach. Yeah. You know? And if he gets another gig, he gets another gig, and they'll 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 wish him well in doing that. But yeah. he they I, Chris Young all but said that he's he's got a job in this organization. Yeah. No matter what happens. Yeah. Well, and you know, and in a, with a managerial change, you know, the assistants their contracts expire in October, and they're kind of in limbo. You know, right. they need to know exactly if. if <laughs> if they're going to be around and, and what it's going to be, they're kind of like free agents right now, but <clears throat> they need to, you know, once you get into November, the jobs disappear. So right. you, they, they need to have a little protection too. And so uh, I wouldn't, it, it wouldn't surprise me. It's happened in the past where coaches who it past coaching changes, Ron Washington, for instance, you know, Gary Pettis went to the Astros, which was a huge loss. Gary's a great coach. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, you know, just, Anytime there's limbo like that, these guys, these assistants, they need a job. So let's talk about the manager search. So honestly, some of these guys are probably on staffs that are playing. Um, But I think that you and I both agreed that's probably the first thing they got to do, and they're probably going to try to do it pretty quick. Can they interview guys and have a deal in place without announcing? I know they don't (laughs) want them to announce, but nobody's going to leave. Let's let's use our guy Ron Washington. Let's say they offered Ron the job. He's going to stay with the with the Braves until they're out. Right. He's not going to leave them. Right. Uh, You know they they need to ask permission of the the club with which the candidate is under contract to speak to them. Right. You know they never say no because you know. In, in baseball, if there's a better job available, you give that person the opportunity to right. interview and pursue it. Um, so, but, but yeah, you know, they, they don't, they probably wouldn't make an announcement until afterward, uh, after the playoffs or after that candidate that, is eliminated. Right. Um, you know, now the previous coaching search, Jeff, uh, Chris Woodward was on the Dodger staff into through the world series. exactly, And so that, that took a while. Uh, now you can't you can't interview during the 
you can interview these guys during the process. Right. Of um, course. As long as it's not interfering yeah. with what they've got yeah, going. It's, absolutely. It's usually on the, the, the travel days. Right. Um, and you get a feel for it and you know, there, there, that's going to happen. I just, I just have a feeling that, you know, there are candidates like Ron Washington, potentially, uh, hopefully in, in my case, uh, who <laughs> me too, uh, I'm ready for Wash to be here. Cause I, I mean, I've always loved him when I was a fan, but yeah. now I've met him. Uh, what a great guy, but you guys all love him. So I'm yeah. assuming this yeah. is, I mean, be- from, from a purely personal standpoint and a work standpoint, cause he's great to work with. I want Ron Washington to be the manager. Now, I, they may not even interview him, but right. you know, I that doesn't mean I can't have him on my wish list. Uh, but I, I think you know Bruce Bochy's the name that that is out there because uh, of the tie to, to Chris Young. Sure, uh, Bochy was Young's manager in San Diego for a few seasons, and um, so there that's a, a natural connect connecting of the dots. And uh, what, what I hear is, is Bruce Bochy would like to manage again, but like it's not a burning desire. You know, right. and and if he does manage, the thinking is, according to one of the guys I talked to, that that the Chicago White Sox job would be more appealing because the White Sox are built to win now. Right. Whereas the Rangers, I know that they say they're going to contend in twenty twenty three, but that's a big off season. Yeah, and and <laughs> so the the White Sox, the pieces are in place. They just underachieved this year and were and were crappy, and they had some injuries early on. But sure, um, I think I think that. It make that makes sense, you know. If if you're if you're 67 going on 68 and you've been out of the game for a while, I don't know that you want to go into a situation where you're not going to win. The now let me play devil's advocate to that. They just did that with Tony Larusa, that didn't work out. So yeah. I mean, you go to the veteran guy who came in and sure was still sure. you know that that didn't work out. So maybe they're a little burned on that. But Bochi. I think Bochi is a far more reputable name than maybe LaRusse. LaRusse had been out a long time. Yeah, I mean, you know, Tony LaRusse is in the Hall of Fame. He's a great manager. Right. Um, I, I, you know, he he was he's buds with Jerry Reinsdorf, the White Sox owner. So it it was surprising that he was hired. I think, um, but it it just didn't work this year. No. And and you know, last year they were I think they were a playoff team last year, but it didn't work this year, and uh, it should have. Yeah. So. I don't know that they would be burned by that. I mean, you know, Joe Girardi would be another guy, sure. you know, who who's a hot free agent. Let's say Joe Madden, uh, who uh, I don't think the Rangers Manning should hire. Is, Don Matt Don Manningly, yeah, Don Manningly's suddenly out there if he wants to keep. keep and hey, doing there this. Are, the reason they need to shore it up is because there are rumors that there are a couple of guys that are in the playoffs that may be out of a job if they don't proceed forward. Um, I've heard rumors about even uh, down in Houston um, that. Whether he wins it all or not, Dusty might be. It might be time for Dusty to step back or do something. You hear things, you read things. Who knows? Yeah. I like Dusty Baker. I think sure. he's done a good job for coming into that situation yeah. and what he's yeah. done. But who knows? I've even heard the the general manager in Houston might be on the hot seat. I don't know. Uh, that team is doing well. I don't see yeah. what the big deal is. Right, right. I don't know how you would change anything. I, I don't either. I, when I read that, I was a little, my eyes rolled, and I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> What, yeah, what's yeah, the, that'd be a surprise. But um, yeah, so we're we're gonna have a managerial search. Ho- right. Hopefully, it ends quickly. I know that's what Chris Young wants. He wants it to be over quickly, but it just depends on what he's got to do. Who, who they who they decide is the best candidate. All right, let's let's talk a couple awards on here. But before we do, I'm gonna say you and I were out there for the doubleheader on Tuesday. You ended yeah. up leaving Henry. Henry, hey, hit a home run. That <laughs> that's was right. awesome. That's was, right. Yeah. You were texting me updates on that. 
I was lucky enough to be there for number 62. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you what, I've never been a Yankee fan because I'm a big Texas Ranger fan. Uh, it was very cool what happened. Uh, I think the uh, the Rangers, hats off to the Rangers. <clears throat> they said from the beginning they were not going to pitch around this guy. They were going to go after him. Yeah. They were going to challenge him out of respect and let him have to earn it um, and actually do it. Uh, Tinoco was very gracious afterwards to sure. talk about it. Uh, you know, everything was said right. And Yankee fans appreciated it and raised some money for the yeah. Rangers off yeah. of that. I, I got to I tell you what, that was very cool. Yeah, the whole the whole thing, and um, it was it was handled well by the Rangers. You yep. know, they gave him his moment. They they put the graphic on the video board that I sure. thought was was a nice touch and a nod to do it. But yeah, they didn't. They wanted to get him out and exactly. They, and and uh, now you know some people are giving the Orioles heat. Technically, the Orioles were still playing for something. Absolutely, but um, still they you know. I don't, yeah, it, it, it was it was apparent that they just weren't going to let Aaron Judge beat them in that series. But yeah, I mean, and you know, and Tinoco hung a slider. You know, it, ha- it happens <laughs> yeah. all the time, and and Aaron Judge didn't miss it. So that that's just that's just baseball. Oh, and um, but yeah, and that that is a, a nice gesture that a fan uh, came up with, and that some Yankees fans actually followed it and and, and came through. So, uh, but yeah, it was it was well done and. Yeah, like you said, uh, I I had plans to stay mm-hmm. for the first at bat of the second game because my son had a game at seven forty. I was like, all right, I can still make it. I can see Judge hit and still make the game on time. Well, I left Henry's equipment in my the back I of my car. I saw the text and you were going, and, oh no. Uh, so and he had to be there at seven, and so I was like, well, I gotta go. So I I left, and you know, congratulations, Aaron Judge, and. Uh, you know, my my son did hit a home run, uh, not over the fence. He's only ten, but he hit it hard, and and he hit it far enough where the outfielders didn't have a chance to get him. So that's awesome, Henry. That's good. And um, but yeah, and and like missing the game. Yeah, I've kind of learned, you know, after missing a lot of stuff covering covering the the team on the road, uh, which I'm still gonna do, but just not as much. But you know, it. it it hurts me, but it hurts them. Yeah, if, if, if I had missed Henry's home run, he would have been dead. Oh enough. man, so, it would have been. I, I know. Uh, so, but, and I've seen a lot of history. You know, sure. Josh Hamilton's four home run game, uh, World Series no hitters. So, I I missed out, but I didn't miss out. I, hey, the Rangers today was there. That's okay? right. That's right. And, and and Rangers today was there, and it's too <laughs> cool. My kids are grown and out of ball now. It, if you can do it, you go watch yeah, Henry play sure. ball yeah. uh, and do that. Okay, let's go over a few awards. So the season is over. Who's the MVP of this team? I think it's Nate Lowe. Um, Me too. Okay, yeah, we was, got two there. All he right. was their most consistent offensive player. Uh, he was very, very good. Uh, I know the defense is an issue, but um, it's you know Adolis Garcia is is an all more of an all around player. He stole a bunch of bases, hit a bunch of homers. Uh, is a very, very good defender. Um, but he's, he's still, he hit in the two forties, still, still missing a couple things offensively. I think his on-base percentage might've gotten to 300, but, right. um, I just think it's, it's Nate, Nate Lowe. And it was, for me, it was such a important season for him because he, he entered this season, not assured of being an everyday player beyond this season. And right. I think he at least has locked up 2023, Sure. On, on that regard. So, yep. uh, but there were some good seasons. I mean, Marcus Simeon ended up having a good season. Absolutely. Um, uh, you Seager know, Co- Corey had... Seager, you know, you look, you look at the numbers, take away all, take away his career numbers. You look at the numbers like, Hey, that's a good season. Yep. You know, was, uh, the, the OPS was above league average. He had 33 home runs. Um, it, it was 
though not a Corey Seager season. No. Uh, at least in terms of like the OPS and, and slugging percentage and even batting average. Sure. Um, I was able to catch up with him in the clubhouse one on Tuesday and uh, he, he talked about it. He was, you know, pretty honest about it. I'm going to have a story on it this weekend at some point. Um, that might be the Sunday read. So okay. um, anyway, you know, he's looking forward to the shifts being banned. Um, he, he, Imagine he, that. He, yeah. I mean, he, it'll, he, no, no player was affected in baseball was affected by the shift more than Corey Seager. So um, that'll be interesting to see how, how, how that unfolds. But um, I'd probably, I, but yeah, Nate Lowe's our player. Absolutely. Right? I, I, I agree on that one. Okay. Look, when you hit over 300 and then you do have 20, what, 28, 27? What did he Yeah, have? 27. 27, I think. That, that's good. Uh, pitcher of the year? The guy, yeah, that, yeah. The guy that's coming on, right? Right, Martin. It's, it's hard Two, to go up. 289 ERA. Yep. All-star. Yep. Did it the whole year. Um, yeah. Never really had a big stretch where he wasn't producing yeah made adjustments uh big thing with him was was going to keep up with the fastball this year he did yeah. ended up proving that uh you can't you can't go without that pitcher of the year martin perez obviously that's pretty did easy. it all year long pretty easy. rookie of the year uh glenn otto for me i think uh you know he made a bunch of starts era was in the four six range which was better than dane dunning right. um who's not a rookie but you know was in the rotation all year until his hip flared up so um a good year, and he finished well. He had a 368 ERA in his final 12 starts over the last two sure. two months. Um, cut down on his walks in, uh, let's say, September and October, uh, something he had to do. So um, I don't know where this where that leaves him. You know, I, I think with him and Dunning and Reagans, uh, they might be fighting out for the to fifth be the spot. fifth starter next depending year, depending on what happens. Depending on yeah. what happens in free agency, uh, and you know, the Rangers do need depth. Every team needs depth. Absolutely. It'd be kind of crummy for for them to have to go to AAA or maybe pitch out of the bullpen. But um, um, every good organization has a lot of starting pitching depth in, at AAA. And um, I uh, I think I, if things play out the way the Rangers are for, are forecasting, right. then that's spring training will be a three- or four-man battle for that job. It's it's hard not to say it's Otto just because out of all the rookies of what he did, I you know my little thing that I always do is rookie for me. It's you're you're getting called up that year. Otto played a little bit last yeah, year in the big leagues, right. um, but none of those guys were here long enough to really. I mean, maybe Josh Smith, but he didn't have great numbers. You got Josh Young who did well at the end, but he wasn't here very long. You got Duran who couldn't stay up here. I mean, not that he wasn't bad, but just wasn't enough at bats. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe someone like a well, Leodi was here and already been here before. He had you know. Well, he, he, he. I think Leodi was out of rookie status though. Yeah, um, he was, and so, um, but in my brain, he's still somewhat of a rookie yeah, since sure, he didn't. Sure. But he settled into that position. It looks like. Uh, Bubba came up here, did well, was exciting. Yeah, 18 yeah. stolen bases, 19 sure. stolen bases. Um, so, but Otto's pretty easy to go with. I mean, Reagan's had didn't do horrible. Uh, yeah. Came up here and held his own. So on that, who was the biggest surprise? Uh, probably, probably low. Um, just because it, the improvements he made were so significant. You yeah. know, uh, although he did he did walk less, uh, but when you're hitting, over- he he had to have this season. Yeah. And um, he did. Oh, and I think the other surprise. Okay, we already gave Nate Lowe a surprise, uh, an award. So I'll say the surprise was was Jonah Heim. Uh, I had that on my brain. About- and I, I know he tailed off at he was after exhausted. The break. I think. Yeah, he told me he was going to sleep for three weeks. And um, <laughs> he's got young babies too. Yeah, I mean, so. so. But you know, he he 
they traded they traded Jose Trevino for because they thought Heim would be the better player. And you can argue who had the better season. Um, you know, Trevino was an all-star, which I think was that had in, media. in part due because of uh uh he played for the Yankees. Yes. Uh, but Jonah Jonah Heim had a had a really good year. He's a good defensive catcher. They have they have he has answered part of the catching quandary. It looks like long term. Sure. Um, you know, 2023, it looks like Heim and, and Mitch Garver. Uh you know, I I still think Sam Huff has a chance um, to to be on the roster in some capacity. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think that anybody saw Jonah Heim being an All Star candidate. No, at, I don't. You know, I don't and, either. And, he was a surprise, and he caught over a hundred games. So I'm I'm going to go with that. Yeah, and and I'm actually right there on board with you. The only other one that it kind of surprised me a little bit, honestly, was how well Bubba handled his own when he yeah. got here. Yeah, I like uh, that. That was a big surprise. He he held his own. I mean, he hit what two sixty something like that. Two, yeah, he, the he had one home run, actually two, but one of them what get. Got taken away from the fan there in Houston. Yeah. Stole the bases. He, I mean, look, the guy was a threat when he got on base. Sure. It was pleasant, and we love Bubba. So it was <laughs> yeah. great to see him do so well. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was really fun to see that. That was a and and I think so. Heim is easy. I immediately thought of Heim. I was like, I don't think any of us thought he was going to catch as much as he did, play as well as he did. Like you said, he was in the All Star consideration. Yeah. Uh, great for Heim. It's going to be better for Heim to not have to play a hundred games. You know, maybe knock right. it down to right. about ninety or so and and get some DH though. Biggest disappointment. Anybody that disappointed you? Well, I mean, I. Garver? All things being well, Garver didn't have a chance. He was hurt. Right. Uh, he came injured, which is a problem. Um, you know, if it, it's hard to say that Corey Seager's season's a disappointment, but um, it probably is to a lot of people. You sure. know, I mean, to they, him. They're, they're, and to him, yeah. yeah. But they're paying him $32.5 million a year. Exactly. Um, I don't know that he was as productive as people would like. Now, I mean, but what? But what are your expectations when when you're paying somebody three twenty five? Are you like, oh well, he needs to hit fifty home runs? Yeah. Well, he probably needs to hit above two fifty, and I don't know that Seager finished. Uh, finished. He finished right around there. Yeah, I think um, so. So, but anyway, if if you know, you, you could you could choose a theme too. Like the defense was awful. Right. You know, I mean, that's pretty disappointing. You got to get you got to get the outs <laughs> you're supposed to get. And you know the one run losses, you know that's a disappointment. Yep. Uh, but I think that speaks more to just where the team was. Uh, still hadn't learned how to win. Uh, bullpen not strong. Uh, so uh, individual, individually speaking, uh, I, I suppose you could say uh, Seager just just because. Yeah, because we all things being relative, right? But. Um, I think on a team like this, he actually had a decent. He had a good season. I mean, yeah. look, we, we want to see a higher. He had a good season, and and he he actually unlike Joey Gallo, who we all like too, he does beat the shift when uh, occasionally uh, when, when he's on there. Joey can't seem to beat the shift yeah. at all. But um, you know, Dunning. I think Dunning's second half wasn't as good as we wanted. Yeah, but he was hurt. But he was yeah. So. And, and I like Dunning. I think that you know, I think people who expect Dunning to to be a, an ace. He's not. He's a back end of the rotation guy. Uh, good pickup that they got for uh, Lance. Lynn when they made the trade. I mean, other than that, defense, yeah, you got to say defense. Um, the, the bullpen? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they, they really, that 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 attributes to the one-run losses when the bullpen can't lock things down or, or keep you. Sure. You know, we lost, uh, you, you lost a lot of games there in the eighth and ninth inning sometimes yeah. when you'd go into it with the lead. So, sure. um, outlook for next year, I think I think it only looks up. I think uh, if, sure. if they're going to do what they're saying, this is, I'll tell you what's exciting about this offseason. We're going to have fun this offseason. 
Last year, they said, we're going to be spenders in free agency, do that. And I think we all said, okay, all right. And then they did it. Yeah. They're saying we're going to be spenders in free agency again. And I think we're all going, really? Okay. Because now you proved to me last year you kept your word. Yeah. Let's see it this year. So sure. I think this offseason is going to be fun. Yeah. You know, and and um, the, the the problem, or not the problem, but if if they don't sign, everybody says, well, they've got money. Well, they got to go get Jacob Bigram. They got to go get, uh, you know, Carlos Rodon if he elects free agency yes. or Carlos Correa, hey, you know, if he hops out of his deal. But um, I think that uh, the Rangers, you got to look closely at this now. The Rangers have had a lot of success on the on the mid-tier starters. Right. Uh, fi- identifying them and 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 gro- know, grooming them, helping them along. I mean, Mike Miner, Mike Miner signed for like 30 less million? than $30 million, I yeah. think it was. Lance Lynn signed for about the same, a little above thirty. Uh, Kyle Gibson was right at thirty. Martin Perez signed for four million dollars. Exactly. So if you can identify a guy like that, I mean John Gray. John Gray's fourteen million. Yeah, and he had a you know. So if you can identify a guy like that, uh, a it would be cheaper in a trade. If if it's a if it's a trade guy, it's not going to cost you as much. It's not going to cost you as much financially if it's a free agent. So um, you know, don't be surprised if the Rangers. Uh, if one of their two signings is not a not, blo- splashy, not a blockbuster splashy yeah. guy, but a guy who you're going to look at and be like, "Hey, holy cow, this guy, this is a good deal." You know, those were those were all very good contracts, and yep. you know that the the pro scouting department gets a lot of credit for that. You know, and I know Rangers are like, "Oh well," or you know, everybody laments the the pat, you know, the draft track record, um, which has a chance to be bucked here with with the recent draft picks, but. Um, you cannot say that the pro scouting department has no. They've, they've been, been they've been very very good, for, and it's not just been a one year thing. I mean, it's it's been for yeah they've four done or it five for, years uh, now. Absolutely, yeah. and and like like Perez uh, and like Kyle Gibson, everyone you said that that if they're going to get pitchers like that, which are great, the guys that'll stay in a game, they'll fight for six innings, seven innings. It's the bullpen. Yeah. If you're going to, I mean, going out and signing someone like a Diaz or someone like that and throwing down a little bit of money could really shore up. I mean, the, the thing is this. Your pitchers get you to the sixth or seventh, and then you when you know that after that, it's going to be very rare that you're going to lose the game if you're ahead. Yeah. Or that 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 is built for success right there, too. I, th- I think that Chris Young is going to invest in the bullpen. I, I, I just, you know, and he has, uh, like I've said previously, when he was with the Padres, Trevor Hoffman was the closer, and right. he's in the Hall of Fame. When he was with the the Royals, you know their starters really only had to go six innings, especially in the postseason, and they could just turn it over to an, an ass kicking bullpen uh, anchored by a really good closer and Greg Holland. So right. I just, I mean, I you know, maybe we'll find a little more out today. Uh, we'll we'll find some more out in the off season, but uh, today, by the way, is is the season-ending press conference. Yeah, we'll be there at 2 o'clock today. So watch for a video, guys. I'm going to get a little video of it. We'll try um, to get it out today, too. I just I just, I just, have a feeling that he's that the Rangers will upgrade their bullpen via trade or free agency. So it's over. It's done. Playoff yeah. baseball starts today. Season is over, and uh, yeah. So the, the work begins. The work begins. Uh, Martin Perez is up next. Yes. We'll get him in there. We're gonna, we are going to go down in the bus leagues after that, guys. Just talk a little bit. Uh, Kumar Rockers, uh, Arizona Fall League, what's yeah. going on there. Yeah. I've got my top 20 coming up. We'll touch on that a little bit. But let's get to Martin Perez right after this. Yes.
joining us now from Dallas. He's at his house. Uh, the season is over. He's obviously the pitcher of the year for the Rangers. It's okay. I'm gonna say this right, Martin Perez. I've always said Perez, but it's it's is it is it Perez? Whatever you guys wanna say, my last name, I'm okay with that. I want to <laughs> say it right. I want to say it right too. Hey, thanks for coming on, Martin. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for having me, and uh, let's speak a little bit. Well, you know, um, I know it's off season, and I know you, 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 you guys are hard to track down. So I, we, uh, we, we really appreciate it. Um, look, I, we, we talked a little bit about it the other night, but um, not everybody has clubhouse access. So talk about your season, and and now that it's over, what what are your thoughts on what you uh, accomplished? Man, uh, great season, man. Uh, I think uh, everything that I just, you know, have on my mind early in the year, I just don't during the season. So, um, you know, I'm really happy to to talk to you guys about my season. And and uh, I think, uh, you know, I put everything together and, and, you know, trying to do, not trying to do too much during the game. Or at the field, just trying to enjoy my days and trying to, you know, not trying, but always talking to the uh, younger guy to how is the process and what they need to do to, you know, to be better. And, and not just as a pitcher, but I think as a person, it's, uh, it's important too. But it was an amazing season and I'm, you know, I'm glad to, you know, be, uh, have the opportunity against with the Rangers and have the season that I, that I don't, I was, that was, that was really good. Man. Yeah. I mean, everybody, and, and you've said this too, you, you're more mature now than you were the first time you were here. Um, but ma maturity only takes you so far. You had, you had to make, you made a few changes pitching. It seemed like you were, you attacked more. Is that, is that safe to say with yeah. your fast? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, uh, finally I learned to not, you know, give too much, uh, too much credit to the hitters. I mean, I think more you can attack them, more chance you're gonna have to to get them out. So <laughs> this year, I just I just come on, you know, always trying to attack and and every time when I got a game, I just you know just think I gotta go three hitters in this inning. Uh, mm -hmm. If I go three innings in, in each inning, I can go deep in the game and I'm not going to get too tired. So that was all my plan during the whole year. So, and it ha happened a lot. You know, even when I got a uh, on base or, or I worked somebody, I was able to, you know, to not lose my focus, to trying to stay in the game, trying to go pitch by pitch and, you know, don't try to make their uh, look comfortable. And, uh, you know, I think uh, I did a great job, man, with that. You did. <laughs> so you you had a you had a two eighty nine ERA, which which really stands out. But I th I think a, an equally important number, and probably to you it's very important. One hundred and ninety six and one third innings. Oh, gosh, uh, it's not not your career high, but I know I know that pitching a lot of innings is important to you. So what 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 do you think about that number? Good man, and especially. You know, and you got you know a lot of miles in in, in your arm, and you know that that wasn't one of my first goals this year. Just trying to be healthy all year, and uh, you know I can I can do a lot of things uh, during the season because when you're healthy, 
I think nothing going to stop you. You are always going to be ready for pitch every five days. And that was one of my goals. So this year was, you know, was okay with my uh, routine. I was, you know, able to do everything, you know, everything the same every, every, every day to get ready for my, for my start. And, and it was good, man. I enjoyed, you know, all my outings and all my games. So it was, it was pretty fun, man. But, but what you say is important, you know, 196 innings. Each every five days, throw thirty-two stars. As I mean, says then you can, you know, you pitch uh, all year and and you help the team most of the time. Yeah, well, like you only threw one hundred and fourteen innings last season, and you yeah, were know. and you were in the bullpen. You, but, I mean, but the good thing, the good thing was I don't feel like tired after last year. Like last year, I just throw one hundred and fourteen, and this year come and throw one hundred and ninety-six. You know. Uh, my arm, my, my arm and my body, they, they react pretty good, man. And I think what I did with uh, all my uh, trainers, all the, you know, massage and needles and stuff, huh. and I think was a, was a great job too. And, and I think if you, they don't do that to me, I maybe don't have the season that I, that I have. But that's why I want to say thank you to, to everybody at the field, man. Like, you know, uh, trainers, uh, Pitching coaches, uh, coaches, man, everybody. I mean, they are always, uh, we we always on the same page. And I think uh, this year happened because then, you know, they give me a, a lot of confidence and, and and you know they trust me too, and then believe on my on my on my job too. So that's 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 really good. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, Raúl Cardenas. Um, <laughs> first of all, I really like Raúl, but I mean, Raúl is good, man. He's, bu- he's he's busy. Everybody wants to see Raul. He's the massage therapist. Know, you know I was about to say, is he the massage guy? I don't, I don't see too much Raul this year. Okay. Because the only thing that I'll just do, I just pitch, day off, no, I just pitch, day off, the day off, I just do needles on my arm. So second day, my bullpen day, I was yeah. doing all my workout and I was doing uh, my shoulder program. So on the third day, uh, we do needles again, four day rest, and then the fifth day I got a pitch. But a couple times I, I use Raul like I'm gonna say five times this year. Okay. Cause uh, I'm not I'm not a big believer. Then when you do massage every day on your arm, your arm is not gonna recover well because you're working the muscles. You put so. too much you put too much too much pressure on your on your uh, muscles and and you're always gonna feel hurt. So I lie to my arm react and then, you know, I do little things to, to feel good because I don't want to get to 37, 38 and okay, I don't do a massage. I'm maybe not going to pitch. No, it's not going to happen. So I just trying to live in and right. that pain and then, you know, it's going to go on. It's going so Sunday is going to go, but I'm going to be ready for this, for, 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 uh, for my outing. All right. Well, screw Raul. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're talking about acupuncture, right? Is that what the needles are? The acupuncture? yeah, yeah, needles, yeah, acupuncture, yeah, acupuncture. Oh, That's crazy. I no, thank you. Hey, on well, the needles. It worked. Whatever's working worked. I mean, yeah, look, a, he says that's he's, a personal choice. Yeah, he right. does 196 innings. <laughs> says he feels just like he did last year. That means it's working. Maybe I need to do that just because I'm old and fat. I need acupuncture. <laughs> hey, so, um, we're, we're we're hoping this isn't a one year thing, Martine. Right? I mean, I yeah. I don't know what you want to say about where things stand, but um, 
I know you love being here, and uh, the Rangers have said they love having you here. Um, what where, where what is your outlook as you head into the uh, the off season? I mean, you know, I did, I think that the you know what how I think now is I did my 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 job. I mean, you did. I put everything on the table, so I put the numbers and. And I know there's a lot of things that they can maybe gonna say. Oh, do you think Martin's gonna be like, like, <clears throat> like this for the next uh, for the next three or four years? Of course, they're gonna be. I'm yeah. gonna be better because I know how to pitch. I know how to prepare. So I did a lot of things that you know help me to <clears throat> put everything together and have the season that I, that I, that I you know <clears throat> that I have this this uh, <clears throat> season, but. You know they gotta do their job now, so it's not my it's not my job. I mean, that's how I told my agent. Hey, I, you told me hey, we gotta do this, and I did better. So it's time to them to come to us and talk to us. What what you guys want or what you guys have for me? Like, what is the plan? Mm-hmm. What what you wanna guys gonna do? Okay, we wanna win, yeah, but I know you guys wanna win, but how you guys wanna win? Sure, you know? sure, like. It's not more, okay, we're going to try it. No, it's, it's time to do it. And it's not time to try it. People, and I think people in the time don't want to, they don't want to hear that anymore. Oh, we're going to try it now. We tried too many things and nothing happened. And we tried too many years ago. And we just, you know, don't even, you know, get to the second round. So I think it's time to to go to the, to, 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 to market and find a, you know the guys that we need to compete because if we want to win, we have to we have to beat Houston. We got to play better against uh, Seattle because they got a good team. They got a better team than us. It's, it's not yeah. it's not a secret. So let's see what they got, man. I mean, they got to do the things now, and then we just have to wait. How uh, how how close do you think the Rangers are? Because I mean, you 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 guys won sixty eight games, which is not good. You lost yeah, twenty. Know, you lost twenty-one run games. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it, a lot. But you know, I think it's gonna be better next year. And 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 I believe in Seawal, man. He played he played baseball for for yeah. many years, and and he know what he he's gonna do. So he got a good plan in his mind, and hopefully, you know, they uh, trust him too and give him the chance to pick the good guy, but. You know, I think what's a what's a you know tough year for us because Marcus first year, uh, Seager first year, like you know, was hard for those guys to maybe to talk a little bit more or to be like on the same page because you have to know first, like as a person. And but but I believe that then next year is gonna be different, man. You know, everybody know uh, <clears throat> everybody, and and uh, it's gonna be easy to. You know, be in the same page and and to you know to have one guy who's gonna drive the balls all year and and uh, we all have to take care of that guy too. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, players aren't the only new thing coming. It, 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 a new manager, a new pitching coach uh, now. But um, what did you? And you you have a pretty tight bond with Tony Beasley. Uh, what what did you think of how he good. did? It's good. Yeah, it's good. I think uh, you know. He did a great job, you know, for the last uh, two months. But uh, you know, it's a process, man. You know, it's 
it's what I told my my family and and and, and my friend all all the people who come to me and ask me a question. Why you guys don't? Why you guys can 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 play better? And when I, dude, we just do our best job because it's too hard to win a ball game or to be in the playoff when you don't have your completely team, you exactly. know, or you don't have any everything that you need. Yeah. So you got to go out there and compete with what you got now. And that was our scenario. Like, a um, lot of guys got hurt. Um, Chris, uh, Chris Young got hurt. So I was the only pitcher who ever go every five days. And, you know, pitch, I'm not saying we did and auto and, and Donnie don't do the job, but yeah, they did. But, you know, I was able to go deep in the game, deep in the game, deep in the game, give a chance to a team to win. The ball yeah. game, so uh, it's not it's not that way when when you want to go in out there and compete and win a World Series. Sure. Um, so uh, we we've talked about your maturity, how, how you've matured. There are a couple starts from your first Ranger stint that stand out to me, where you would let the umpire get to you or something would go wrong. And one of them one of them was in Detroit. It was early in the season. It was a day game and like it was a tight zone and you just, they would not call a strike. And I can remember you just visibly being ticked off. Pissed. I think, I think that was, I think that, that, that was in, uh, uh, Chicago. Remember that game it was in Chicago or, or Detroit. Well, there was definitely one in Detroit that I remember. And, uh, I don't know. Uh, one in Detroit. Yes. I got really mad because. You know, they've been they've been calling a lot of pitches. Then look ball, but when you go to the iPad and you can see the box, it's strike. And I know that the pitcher I throw when I when I say something, most of the time it's a strike, and I was pissed because I went like, so I've been doing great, and I'm not saying anything to the umpires because I always like to respect them because they need respect. Yeah. But don't don't. Don't be bad against me <laughs> because I'm gonna look. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna look good, and that's how I pitch right now. Like, give me those pitches, and I was really mad, and I said a couple things to him, and then he just come and say to me, and then that was all game. Like we were just fighting because I was not agree with the call that he just gave it to me. So, but that's thing. Then you have to understand too, and you don't have to let those guys to take you out of the game uh-huh. or. They don't have to take you out of the plan. So you got to be focused no matter what. And then if you don't call that pitch where you throw, you're trying to throw more close, you know, like yeah. trying to play with that. Like, because sometimes you get mad with the umpires and that's when you lose all your focus, you lose the game. So that, yeah. that is one thing that, I, that I'm, you know, and I just trying to control a little bit more because when I was, you know, seven, eight years ago, and that happened to me. So, uh, and that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm, I'm 31. I mature a little bit more. And and uh, you know that's what, that's what I tell to, to people who ask me, "You're gonna be like that for the next three, four years? 100 percent? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I, I change a lot of things on my life inside baseball, outside <laughs> baseball. My routine before the season is totally different than how I used to do it before. So, and I know it, and I believe in myself, and I believe in my my uh talent so and i know next year is gonna be fun year too for me yeah no the yeah that's another thing 
you're only 31. Yeah, you know, I mean, you came old. up, you came up young. I mean, you're you're not an old man, but you have the experience. You have 10 year service time. I mean, that's yeah, that's nuts for somebody who's 31. And congratulations on that. I know that's a that's thank a, you. That's as big as 289 and 196. That might be even bigger, uh, honestly. But um, he's got more to go. Yeah, and you've got more to go. <laughs> the the best is yet to come. Is is the way I see it. Um, so. The way we do our show here is that I ask you all the hard hitting baseball questions, and then John oh, yeah. here, John asks the goofy questions, <laughs> <laughs> or, the, or the more personal questions. Yeah, the more fun stuff about you. But you know, one thing I've known, you and I talked about what he did all year long. One thing that I remember when you were younger that what you've changed. I'm sorry, I'm doing a baseball thing. <laughs> if you, if he, the old Martin, if he gave up a run early or a couple runs early, sometimes that would affect him. No matter what he did here, he would come back. And you did it all year, Martin. I mean, all year long, you did the same thing all year long. And that's why we've been calling for uh, – we're surprised. Uh, you know what? We're not going to get into that. But, um, yeah, I know where you want to be, and you you have deserved what you're going to get when this happens. So, anyway, I hope I say this right. Guanare, is that where you grew up? Guanare, Venezuela? Yeah, yeah, yeah. good. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Good. That's okay. That's where it was. So you signed with the Rangers in 2007. Let me ask you this: When you were growing up, did you play anything else besides baseball? I was a singer. I was trying to sing, but that's why I come, you know, again, and I find the baseball game because I can be a singer. So a singer, huh? <laughs> a singer. So yeah, that's yeah. you know what we got to. We'll ask about that. Yeah. I mean, that, that's going to be his hidden talent. In fact. <laughs> Yeah, we, we uh, well, we'll get to it in a minute. <laughs> yeah, we, okay. we, do, we do get to that. So let me ask you this. You were signed in 2007 by the Rangers. I'm trying to do the math. Were you 16, 17? How old were you? 16. Okay. Now, were you in one of their little, uh, how, how did they scout you? Was it like an open tryout? How did they find um, you? I was, you know, I remember that I was at home and was one person. Then uh, he, uh, he went to the uh, to Las Matas where I grew up, and he was watching me just playing uh, baseball, and he told my mom, hey, I think he's gonna. I'll, I'll be back in two years, and I want to see this kid again." And that happened. Like he come next two years later, and he find me, and I was throwing balls, and he was watching me, and he take me to a different city, and uh, you know, I stayed there for like a year and a half in Valencia because I just you know leave from my house to. A big city was hard for me, but you know, I was, I was, you know, hundred percent sure that I just, I, I, that I'm, I went like, I'm, I'm hundred percent that I'm gonna sign a professional baseball because I have talent, mm-hmm. and I just need to do everything right because I'm gonna change my life and my family life. So I went to Valencia. I signed at sixteen years old, and then after that, I just went to uh, Arizona with 16 years old, but it was not easy for me to sign a professional uh, player. It was too hard. It was a lot of things that I just, you know, I tried too many things and I get into a one a, one of the hardest processes when you are Latino player. And But I, I think that was that was one thing who, you know, take me to a different level. And, you know, and, and I always remember where I come from and and I know who I am, and that's what I think. I got a ten-year service in the big league now. You, you, you never pitched in in the Dominican, right? Never. They, no. They just they threw just, you straight. They, they just threw you straight into to, it. 
they trying to leave me there in my first year, and I was mad, and I told them, I'm not going to stay here. But I know that I can go to a different uh, level, and and I can, you know, be good. So just give me a chance, and they send me to uh, spring training. I stay in Stanley, and then after that, they send me to Spokane. And then I think we, my first year in in uh, U.S., uh, we won uh, that year in Spokane, 2008. So you were in Spokane. What were you, 18, 17? 17. 17. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So here's one of my favorite questions to ask, but and, and it, it's good for you because it happened in the middle of the season. June 27th, 2012, that's when you made your major league debut. So you got called up. How did you find out you were going to the big leagues? What happened? Who told you? How did that happen? I was supposed to pitch on the 26th in uh, Iowa against the Cubs. Okay. So I got to the field and Bobby Jones was my manager. Bobby Jones. <laughs> One of my favorite uh, manager. <laughs> I'm, my sure, I'm sure he taught you some English. And, uh, you know how he speak and then he just come to me and say, hey, Martina, you may be not pitch today because something happened in Arlington. So you may be going to have call up. And I went like, when I know that? And he went like, I don't know either. I'll let you know. So I sent the dog out, watched the game, and everybody went like, hey, why are you not pitching? And I went like, no, uh, something happened in Arlington. So I was like, well, okay. After the game, he called me to his office and he said, hey, they're going to call me back at 11. So if I call you at 11.30, you're going to big league. I'm not calling you. you going to know where you stay here. Okay. And I got back to the to to the hotel. I remember we were staying in a Holiday Inn, big Holiday Inn in Iowa. And my roommate was young Herbie Solarte. You guys remember that guy? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I was talking with him, Solarte. I'm maybe gonna get caught up and gonna how you feel. I feel good, man. A little nervous, but you know, chill. I don't know how I'm gonna feel if you he call me after that call. I don't know how I'm gonna feel. So. I was watching the, the phone. That's what I'm saying. I was watching the phone and, 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 and I don't hear anything. And then 1130 that night, he called to my room. And when I saw that, when I, when I heard that phone ring and I went like, Solarte, can you take the phone? And he went like, that's not my call. It's your call. call. Answer the phone. And I went like, no, you answer the phone. I can't answer. I'm too nervous. But he went like, no, it's your time to answer the phone. Answer the phone. And I hang on. And I went like, Hello, hey, you're going to the big league tomorrow, so be ready. You're going to go there, they're going to give you a chance to pitch in the big league. So I can't sleep that night. I bet. Oh, I'm I can't that. sleep that night. I call everybody. My mom don't answer the phone. Not even my mom, my dad, my nobody. I mean, <laughs> I was, I was with Solar. They was talking to him, and I went outside the, uh, the, <laughs> outside to my room, and I started, you know, <clears throat> Talking with the guy because a lot of talks everybody that I got called up and that was pretty fun. <laughs> so your debut was in Arizona, is that right? My de- no, my debut was in Arlington against Detroit. I don't remember. It was, I apologize. So I, I thought I thought I it was in Arizona. I I faced Tony Horner, Miguel Cabrera. Uh, Victor Martinez and Primfielder. Oh man, do you remember how long you went? How, how did you do? Did you go four, five, six? I, 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 I was doing good, but 
you know, ground ball to second, Kisler throw bad throw to first, and then when I went, you know, to first to catch the ball, was the the the, the throw was too high, and when I just trying to jump, three feet, they just grabbed my bag, and we went together to the floor. And then uh, he went, like, "How you feel? I'm good." And he just hit my chest, man, like boom. <laughs> I'm like, damn, this kid, this guy is strong, man. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that was, you know, was a good moment, man. Well, Enjoy it. Facing Cabrera and Victor Martinez had to be a big deal for you. No kidding. Especially in 2012, Cabrera. He was the best player out. He was the best player out there. Triple crown, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so let me ask. So, so what do you do outside of baseball? What is your, do you golf, fish, hunt? I know you've got, I don't like you have a ranch? Fish. I like to fish. I like to, uh, you know, uh, cook. I like to make a lot of barbecues, man. So I'm a big fan of barbecue. So that's what I do. I like to do my, you know, I like to fish. I like to cook. And, uh, you know, when I, when I got back home in Venezuela, I just, you know, Always, every day, I wake up in the morning because I do all my uh, <clears throat> my preparation at my ranch because I got my weight room and everything there. So I wake up early around 6, went to my ranch. I do my workout, and after that, I just, okay, what is the plan today? What are we going to do? So we got to go back home, or we're going to stay here, or we go fish, what are we going to do? And most of the time, Oh, we have the boat. We we don't be, we've been not using the boat for like a two three weeks. Let's let's go fish, and I got three boats, tracker boats at home. So <laughs> we just do that and then go uh, to a river and fish and you know. But that that's kind of the thing that I like to do. And of course, when I'm with my family or some friends, I like to sing a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, we gotta get, I, I'm assuming you have a karaoke machine. I have it. Yeah, really big. <laughs> <laughs> that's great so so tell us the bull story when you broke your own oh the bull story oh my god man that was that was really hard I was at my ranch you know I was sitting at the at the, at the fan and uh you know I was I was watching the the bull just moving around moving around moving around because <clears throat> we're just trying to you know we used that ball to train my horses, and that ball was like really mad, and she didn't want to get in to the arena. And I went, I just guy do it right. And I was talking with the guy, and I remember my my, my brother just I hear my name from my brother. I think I just look back when I look back. Somebody told me, "Hey, watch out!" And when I look in front again, I saw something black just come jump to me, like jump to me, like. And I got scared when I trying to cross my my uh, right leg. I just hit the the uh, the defense, and I just came went down to the floor, and broke oh. my uh, my bone. But that was that was bad, man. I mean, I was like, <laughs> okay, baseball's over for me. But luckily, uh, it, was it wasn't like that. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't your left arm, though, right? No, I, I, I went, I went, I went like this, but I don't know how I'm moving. All, uh, all my my weight was was on top of this arm, uh, like was was really hard, man. So I remember spring training, <clears throat> you had, you had pitched, and we were asking you about the bull, and I <clears throat> asked, well, what happened to the bull? And you said, <laughs> you said I, I killed him and ate him. <laughs> 
And that pissed off the PETA people, the people who protect yeah. pets. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> hey, I would have done it. My family has a ranch too, so I'm, I've been around those bulls. I just, I just remember you caught a lot of shit for that. Well, how but, you not do that? How you not do that when you broke your arm? <laughs> but you, you, you know. But didn't, didn't you have like a big cookout or something? Didn't you feed a bunch of people with with? Yeah, man. <laughs> like thirty people. I invite all my friends and all my guys, and let's go eat meat because I'm gonna, you know, do a big barbecue. And then we just do it, man. You know. What, what's your what's your what's your specialty? What's your barbecuing specialty? Yeah, that's good. That was my next. I like to eat. I like to eat picanha. Oh man, I love picanha. What is that? Picanha. Oh, it's delicious. Uh, it's a Brazilian. It's a Brazilian. That's a Brazilian. Brazilian. Yeah. yeah. But it's really nice, man. Like you guys have have time to cook picanha. I think for me it was one of the best meats. Yeah, my uh, my wife made a picanha for Christmas this last year. We need really, him to make really us a picanha. It was, it, it was delicious. Really like good, whenever, really good. Whenever we go to Texas Day Brazil, I load up oh, on Texas the picanha. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, yeah. Let me ask you this: Do you eat? Do you eat any fast food when you're in the states? Any what? Any fast food? No. Never do. You never like fast no. food. No McDonald's. No Whataburger. Nothing like that. Not much, man. Like, mostly Dominican. You know, at the complex? Yeah. You know, we try to eat the same thing every day. And then uh, at night, our food was not good. I mean, it's not a secret. And now I'm not the only people who say that. that <laughs> at night, the dinner was bad. And we always we always buy uh, chicken and uh, french fries, like pica pollo. They call pica pollo. Okay. And uh, most of the time, by uh, McDonald, 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 McDonald. But when I got here, not much. I mean, you know, I don't like to eat that too much. And and uh, you know, when I got called up to when I when I made the team in 2009 in in uh, Hickory, the only thing that we we eat was rice, chicken, beef, or Taco Bell. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no wonder you're eating the the home cooked stuff now, because that would. Do. So, what is your favorite home cooked? Is it the picanha? That's your favorite. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, you know what I like? I like uh, chicken, rice, beans, and yeah. salad. That is a uh, pollo guisado. Really nice. Really, God. really good. And I'm then, and then, right and then you know, my mom make my mom. She's always make a good soup, so I kill that. <laughs> especially especially Sundays because you know Saturday you drink a little bit and you know you enjoy your time with your family and your friends and uh, next day you wake up and you feel like oh my god I think I drink too much yesterday so you get good sopa you good <laughs> alright now just a couple of more and then we're going to let you get out of here first one what is the uh, the nickname El de la Matas is that right El de la Matas that is yeah. that is uh, the town where I grew up so okay. I was born in Guanare, but I grew up in Las Matas. Las Matas is a small town, like, I don't know how many houses there, man. Like, I'm going to say 500 houses. Okay. Oh, wow. That's a little town. Small okay. Town, like, yeah. It's so like, that's, that's your hometown, and that's the nickname. That's so, yeah, and that's where I got, I got my ranch. I got my horses. I got my, uh, you know, I do all my workout. That's where I spend all my time off, like. That is my, there is my, like, that is my favorite area, you know, to be when I'm not playing baseball. 
Hey, how big is the ranch? How many acres you got? So I got three. I got one that is like 35. That's where I got my horses and everything. So I got another one next to that one. Then uh, it's like, yeah, like 35, 40. That's where I have all the cows. And we make uh, cheese or, you know, we sell the, uh, the meal. And I got a new one that I just buy it on December. Uh, and I got uh, 300 acres. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So okay. that one is big. That one is big. You have plans so, for that one? What are you going to do over there? Have, I, 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 got a lot of, I got a lot of bull, bulls and, and cow, and I just, you know, trying to sell it for meat. Sure. Okay. That is, that is, uh, that is, I mean, you put it in with like, I'm going to say, let's say 300 pounds, 400 pounds. And then you just wait like a eight or nine months or 10 months. And then you, you sell it for, for like, a, you know, 800 well, or 900 pounds. And that's where you can make money. So you, because you, it's for me. You've, you, you've yeah. heard of Nolan Ryan beef. Yeah. Now we've got um, Martin Perez beef. Like yeah, I got Martin Perez. My my family has cattle, so I know what you mean. You, it's it's all the weight. You get the weight. Get it's the mama the weight, cows. Yeah. Yeah, most you way get, you can get most weight. The, the, the both get much money you're gonna make. Absolutely. Okay, last one, and I think we know the answer now. Well, there are, I think there are a couple. But okay. Yeah. Okay. So so what is something that nobody knows about Martin Perez? And so we we had a couple of good answers from other people. Now we just heard from you that you sing. You love to sing. That's good. Anything else? Uh, you know, you can look at some of the other guys. Who were some of the other ones? Uh, uh, I don't remember. Jack Leiter doesn't like peanut butter. That was weird. Uh, some of the uh, John Daniels has travel underwear. Has travel underwear when he travels. He likes certain pairs he wears. What's something that nobody knows about Martin Perez? Man, I don't like the noise. Like I don't like when. You know, we're just sitting and talking and and then everybody's talking at the same time and you can't hear anything and, and you're <laughs> trying to talk and people don't let you talk. I hate that. <laughs> I don't like that. I mean, I don't like when I can't communicate with somebody because they, they talk too much. <laughs> that's pretty funny. So, so that's why that's why when I'm at the when I'm at the airplane and then we put some music and we start talking. And I see, like, you know, everybody's talking at the same time. I just put my headphones, and then I'm not speaking to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so this is pretty funny. So last night, my son had a game, and uh, okay. it, it ended on he was playing third base, and there was a pop-up, and it fell on the infield. All right? Bases were loaded, one out. Right. One run game. So – all hell broke loose because the runner started moving and Henry tagged the guy going from second. So it was a game-ending double play because of the infield fly rule. Right. And I'm the only one at the place who knows this. So anyway, I'm trying to explain it to my wife and son and daughter after the game. And they keep talking over me, and it pissed me off so much, <laughs> Martin. And I finally said, everybody, shut up. I'm going to explain this. I just couldn't stand it. Martin would have already got out of the car. He didn't Martin would have his headphones in. <laughs> he didn't put his headphones in. Golly, man. That's hard. I mean, and then you know what I don't, I don't like too is when you have excuses. Like, you always have excuse for something. No, That's man. not good. 
Yep. <laughs> like, you got to be honest. I'm not doing this because of this. It's not, oh, I don't do it because that guy told me to. No, 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 no. It's your fault. I don't like that. You know why? Because the way that I learned how to play, play baseball in, 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 in big league was with a lot of old school guys. And they always ready to, to play. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm going to be ready every five days to pitch. And I, that's why I don't like the new baseball. Because the new baseball always, oh, we don't want to hurt their feeling. <laughs> you know, we, we're playing baseball with men. Yeah. You know, we're not playing baseball in Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, we don't want to say this because we don't want to hurt their feeling. No change. That's not good, man. Tell him in his face. They got to learn. They got to be better person, better player. You know? How hard he loved Martin. I even love him I'm more gonna, now. I'm, I'm, guessing, I'm guessing Adrian Beltre told you some truths. <laughs> oh, hey, every day. And I always, you know, I was trying I was trying to do everything right because at that time we had Kangaroo record and they find you. So I was trying to be, you know, stay on the line, stay on the line. Stay on. As soon as I do this little bit, he just hit my head. Boom, hey, <laughs> don't lose your focus. Always. So we yeah. don't have that in baseball now. That's why everybody's free to do whatever they want to do. You're trying to say, to tell them something and they, they don't care because they, they said, ah, he, he's viejo, you know, he's old. So he had nothing to say to me. I'm good. I was a prophet number one. I was a prophet number one too for many years. But I worked so hard. So that's yeah. why I'm here now. But Okay. okay. Okay, Viejo. Okay. I appreciate you. Hey, listen, okay. you anything else for him? <laughs> no, and I got nothing else for you. Just thanks uh, thanks for coming on. Oh, man. Uh, thanks for everything you did for us this season, uh, not just uh, me and John, but for all the media. We always uh, appreciate your time. Without and, uh, a doubt. Thank you, guys. Thank insight. you. And uh, let's see. Uh, if I sign my contract, I'm going to do a postcard again. You want to do the podcast again? If we, uh, uh, okay. I'll tell you what. Yeah. You sign your contract. You come into the studio. And we and, and we, we go eat some good barbecue. Deal. All right. Deal. I All got right. you guys. We get some good barbecue. That's Martin Perez, left-hand pitcher. Thank you, guys. For the Texas Rangers right now. We'll see what happens. Martin, thanks again so much for coming on, bud. You're welcome, guys. Thank you guys for having me. Big thanks to Martin Perez. I mean, I'm, I've been saying it right, and he certainly doesn't care. What a, what a great interview to have him on. Yeah, that was great. I mean, that was, that was fun. Uh, good guy. Look, and you know, one, one thing that always impresses me about the Latin players is how they grasp English. <clears throat> and yeah. Mar Martin, Martin's always spoken English well. Ellis Anderson, always great English. Leody Tavares has made some serious strides with his English, and uh, Jose Leclerc too. So, I mean, I I really respect that. Um, it's, you know, I've, I've tried to learn Spanish throughout the years and 
I, I need to keep working on it. Yeah, it'd Maybe. be fun to interview him in Spanish if yeah. I could do it. But we've got Joel. Joel. Yeah, Joel. We got help Joel that can do that for us if we need to. Um, but you know, we let's let's go down in the bus leagues. We know the season's been over uh, for over a week now, but we got some fun stuff to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Arizona Fall League's going on yeah. right now. Yeah. Did you see any of the video of Kumar? I didn't. Um, he had an inning. I mean, he walked three guys. But yeah, ended up he, getting he out of it was wild, and uh, you know, it, it was his first inning of a game that mattered since uh, what the the late June deal when he was in the Atlantic League, and I don't really know how much that mattered. Um, I think, you know, he's probably a little nervous. Uh, he he didn't throw in games leading into the fall league just through live batting practice. Um, but no, I did not see the video. I, I understand, though, that he's, he's changed his arm slot a little bit back it's to more, what it was more in high school. He's more upright. It was weird. You know how you see a pitcher finish? <sighs> when they finish, they come down a lot. And yeah. He just finished up tight. Look, he was still hitting 96, 95, 96, yeah. 97. What you want to yeah. see. Uh, the slider looked good on the strikeout. A one strikeout. I've sure. seen the video of the strikeout. Um, it was kind of off. It seems like the same thing that happened with Cole Wynn and happened with Leiter this year. They they tend to be missing, they call it glove side off that left side. They're kind of pulling in. Yeah. Um, I heard some people saying that he was missing a glove side. It's an adjustment. You got to move in on the. On well, it's, the one, it's, it's one inning. Exactly. I mean, I <laughs> let's get let's. They want to get him twenty. Sure. Around twenty would be their ideal number. Um. So let's see, let's see what happens next week. Acuna though, you see what he's done so far. Yeah, Acuna, three games. You know, uh, two home runs. Acuna and, and Hover, who hit a home run in his first game, Zavala hit a home run in his first game. These guys just finished playing. So I mean, they're they're dialed in and and um they 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 should be doing well. And but yeah, Acuna. You know, he probably didn't do as well at double A as he would have liked. But again, this is a talented guy. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's a pretty, pretty good, solid group of, of talented guys there. And, and Cody Freeman, the catcher, um, that's, I think that's a, that's a guy to keep an eye on. I think, uh, you know, he, he could be a big league catcher someday. It may not be for the Rangers, but uh, he's got that. He chance. could be attractive in any deal. They, and I think, someone. I think that Cody Freeman needs to be a guest on our show. We'll try to work that out too. Okay. Well, I think we've never had a problem getting one of these guys on. I hope we can get Cody on then for sure. Um, look, the uh, top 20 list is going to come out. I did the first of the year one. You know my criteria. Jeff knows it now. You cannot have played one day in the big leagues yeah. or you do not qualify. This will be since from the old place I was five years in a row, we're going to have a brand new number one overall because I had Josh Young. Yeah. At the beginning yeah. of the year, did not know. I thought for the, I honestly thought for the first time ever, I would have back to back Josh Young's. And the reason I thought is because I thought he would get back, play in the minor leagues, in the year, do what he's been doing, and I would keep him at the top. And but he graduated. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Three uh, of them graduated this yeah. year into the big leagues. Um, and actually, four of them did um, because Cole Reagans was my number 20. Well, there you uh, go. And he ended up getting there too. So that, I, I'm going to. It's going to change. Before I do my preseason one, I think this will change because depend on what happened this offseason. Okay. All right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Top exactly. 10 will be out this week. I've got uh, – oh, I'm sorry, 20 through 11 okay. will be out this week. All right. I'm going to do those 10, and I'll get about uh, at the end of this week. Um, you did some awards on your Friday I on did. the Farm. I did. Last week, uh, Friday on the Farm, um, you know, the Rangers actually handed out their awards that day as well. Right. Um and and you know they're the Rangers player of the year was Evan Carter pitcher of the year was Cole Reagans. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with Evan Carter. Um, those you know I I I I wrote down I I think I said there were six guys who could have won the award. I included Bubba Thompson in that. Yeah. Um, and and um, I put down all the numbers and and 
Evan Evans just kind of stood out the most to me. So uh, Evan Carter, I mean, it's hard to argue. I mean, nope. Aaron Zavala, very good. Yep. Justin Foscue, quiet, sneaky, solid season. Blaine Krim ended up having a really good season. Yeah, he did. Uh, you know, Jonathan Ornelas had a good season. Thomas said JC. Yep. Uh, and 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 Bubba, like I said. So uh, and the one thing they have in common, all Rangers today baseball podcast previous guests, every single one yep. of them, uh, every single one of them. You know what? You had to come on this show, and then you end up becoming a player of the year. A player of the year. So anyway, uh, yeah. So Evan Carter, uh, player of the year. I picked Mason Angler as as the pitcher of the year. Uh, see Mason behind us. Yep. And um, you know he 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 pitched a full year in the minor leagues, uh, which he needed. He over he overcame a, a little rough stretch in the summer, and he finished so so well, and he carried it into the double A and the and the playoffs. So yeah. uh, I thought it was just a really good year for him. Um, so I, I I selected him as Mitch my pitcher Bratt was one you could. It's Brat, very good. Um, you know there were there were a number of. So there were some guys, a number, I mean, if, like if Owen White had been healthy, he probably would have walked away with it. But um, anyway, and then I did like a breakthrough player. Yeah, and, you did and, breakthrough and, player and, of the year. And, you know, so JC was not my choice, but he was probably the runner up. I thought Jonathan Ornelas, who the Rangers selected as their defensive player of the year, uh, just a big season for him. You know, he finished at 299 average, but he was above 300 all year. He hit for some power. He can play everywhere. Uh, I think he's kind of on a ma- on the on the map now as a potential uh, major leaguer because he's impacting the ball. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to say he is, but let's just say that that name might have jumped into my top 20 okay. after he was on it before, off of it, and maybe earned his way back on. But I'm not going to say that that's exactly <laughs> what's going to happen. But yes, okay. Ornelas, yeah. Ornelas proved that he could be something in the big leagues, and he's a good defender. <clears throat> right, he's a great defensive player. Yes. Um. So and, and then the rest of my awards are kind of goofy, like the feel good story. Feel good story. Not goofy, but golly, Ryan Garcia, what yeah, a what I, a great story! Been on the show, been on the show. So was Mason. So, uh, <laughs> you 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 root for guys who are overcoming injuries and doing well. Ornelas has been on too. Yeah, yeah, and I did um, team of the year Frisco. It's hard not to argue that yeah, they the, win the Texas League. A very positive trend was the the Rangers really didn't have any catastrophic injuries yes. like they've had in the past. Yes, uh, in in the minor leagues, and that's a really good thing. Crazy, uh, the crazy. Um, you know, Marcus Smith, who we talked to in spring training, great kid, um, you know, great batting practice and, and just like a great, a great body. Just, he looks like a ball player. He just, he, he stole 45 bases, I think. Um, but he hit under, he hit like 170. Yeah. And, and, it, and it he was, was just, supposed to be the big, it was just a crazy year. He struck out 60% of the time. And, um, obviously that has to change, but there's so much talent there. It's just kind of bizarre. If they can figure that out, then he's got a he's got a chance. But uh, it was just a crazy year for him, and uh, you know, because and he played the whole year. You know, he wasn't hurt, which no. was which was very important because yeah. he'd been injured in twenty twenty one. So, um, you know, good. I, I I don't think how old is he? He's uh, shoot. He's young because he was a high school. He was drafted out of high school in uh, nineteen or in nineteen. So, so he's so, like twenty twenty one maybe. Yeah, yeah. So, so lot, lots of time. Nothing to nothing to worry about there. And then uh, what was my last one? Your last one was intrigue of the year. Oh yeah, and it's Kumar Rocker because and and the potential that that draft with, with Rocker and Brock Porter, who are still trying to get on, um, that things that that just for for one team to get the two best pitchers in the draft, um, 
that's that's got a chance but you know it's whether it works out or not it's still intriguing it needs to happen so that's what makes it intriguing so anyway uh you can find that at rangersday.com for 5.99 a month 60 dollars for the year 35 dollars for six months just and and like i've been saying all week and well since we've been saying the last month just because the season over is over does not mean that we're over and uh we're going to keep cranking on this podcast. There's so, too much to talk about. Yeah. So uh, as we keep going on the podcast, you got to click the subscribe button. Very importante for us. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, keep keep the subscriptions coming because uh, there's going to be a lot of news and a lot of cool stuff that we're going to do um, throughout the offseason. Uh, you know, I plan on going to the winter meetings. Uh, John and I will each have, you know, prospect lists and uh, we just have great guests. Yep, that's, that's, absolutely. And, and every week we've every, had some, every week we have something good. The front and, office guys are amazing too. I mean, the yeah. talk that you get from and, and I know we plan on getting Ross on here. Ross is going to be coming on probably later this month, and the, um, those guys are fun to talk to because they 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 know everything. They're, yeah, that's their job, the development and all of that yeah, that and, happens. And Ross, and Ross is a you know he he was a scout. He is a scout. I think you know yeah. and he, he'll still still tell you that. So he'll do some scout talk and. And then, you know, have some pretty interesting things to say about, about how they evaluate guys. So uh, hopefully that happens. If not, it won't happen next week because that's their uh, their their college tour, yeah. which this year goes to Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, They have Arkansas. one Metroplex thing, I it's think. It's TCU, but it's the night of Do It For Dirt, so we won't be able to go. We won't, but, give, yeah, we won't be there. Uh, if you're not going to Do It For Dirt, go watch some prospects play. I was about to talk about Do It For Dirt, and, which, by uh, the way, is next Friday. Yeah, next Friday, the 14th. Uh, great we had four corners brewery which you you said you just went to I went so. to not before last time i went there it was good beer um oh you were drinking beer i did have a beer. oh okay yes, i did have a beer. uh but we're gonna have beer wine and some uh whiskey whiskey i, I heard yeah and uh, uh you know great auction items we saw some of them on last week's episode if you didn't see that uh with emily go check it go out check it out on the youtube page and while you're there subscribe so that you just don't miss these things but tell um your, tell your ranger fan friends to subscribe yeah, to both yeah. of these if they, if you know somebody that is a Ranger fan, this is a great gift just to get Rangers today. Yeah, you can always give a gift. That's uh, that's something else. I mean, it's it's DM a, me. I'll tell you how to do it. DM Jeff. He'll tell you how to do it. I mean, look, we'll make sure you know how to do it. Christmas yeah. is going to be coming up here in a few months. That's right. That'd be a great gift. Sure. And then you know you've got uh, Columbus Day for those who celebrate it, and Halloween. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All Saints Day. It's a great Day, Halloween gift. Veterans it's a great Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving. Gift. Yeah, you know, a lot of opportunities. <laughs> National Daughters Day, National Sunday, whatever uh, it is. That's every day. <laughs> that's, that's as it. it turns out, they don't need a day for that. So. Absolutely. All right, hey, guys. Yeah. We're gonna get out of here. Yeah, that's a good one. I liked hey, it. Great show, Martin Perez. Perez. Martin Perez. Thanks for coming Martin, on. Yeah. A uh, lot of fun. Talked about a lot of great stuff today. Off season is here. Big things gonna happen. Stay tuned. Till next time, guys, we'll see you at the yard. Roxo Media House.